welcome, 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 welcome. You already know what time it is, man. It is your boy Wiggles. We are live with us, your boy Wiggles, right here on Wiggles World Network, home of the unwarranted but necessary opinion. Hey, man, it is the moment that everybody has been waiting for. Yes, I said everybody, man. It's going down in a major way, man. So if you ain't already shared the video, share the video right now. Tag your friends, family, colleagues, co-workers. Pull up a seat. Get your food. Get your snacks. It's going down for the kids, the adults, the, the children, the fam. Hey, look, it's going to be one of the dopest, greatest, funny. I'm hyping this thing up because I know this is about to be live, man. So y'all know what time it is, man. I'm going to get ready to do this bio, man. Tonight's guest, man, is no stranger to the camera, no stranger to the radio, no stranger to interviews, no stranger to entertainment. No stranger to me, uh, a friend of well beyond 25 years, man. I've been knowing this guest since middle school, high school, college, man. And, and even now, man, still hanging tight, man. Uh, one of the most creative persons that I know, uh, one of the most resilient, persistent, and one of the most consistent people that I've met, flaws and all one of the most incredible persons, man. And if you're wondering who I'm talking about, man, I'm talking about the one and only F-L-Y fly, Freddie L. Young III, man, who is a creative director, makeup artist, currently residing in New Jersey, the oldest of two children, both parents are retired army. Growing up a military brat, Freddie was able to experience a plethora of people, places, and personalities. Freddie has taken his influences from all over the world and puts them into his projects regularly. Influences from all over the world and personal experiences, positive and both negative, make him the quintessential, okay, creative personality when looking to bring an idea or concept to life. I want y'all to know I practice on that word, okay? <laughs> Whether it be makeup for a special occasion or creating a complete marketing or advertisement concept, Freddie L. Young III will ensure that everything... Uh, is to your liking and most definitely fly. Ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome tonight's guest, the one and the only Mr. Freddie L. Young, the third. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are we on the air? Oh, oh. hey, what's up? How y'all doing? First and foremost, I want to let y'all know, um, I wrote that bio and so quintessential should not have tripped you up. Next time I will know, but like, we're good on that. Like, I was going real good. It was going real good. Until I got to quintessential, right? Until I- Yeah, until quintessential, I got... you know, like, you know, I, I forget that my vernacular expounds that of other people and I have to be cognizant of that. I'm so sick of you already. I, I want to preface this by saying too, like if y'all got kids or something that are watching this with you, like I curse a lot. Um, so I don't know how you feel about that. I'm sure y'all cuss in front of y'all kids and y'all kids probably cuss better than us anyway. So, you know, just however you feel, you may want to adjust the situation. So um, I don't want to take over your shit, but like what I want to do, like this is your show, but like first I want to start off with, I sent you a gift. Did you get it? I did, I did. Can I, can I open it right now? Yes, I want you to open it now. Right. Like, I want you to open it now. It has like a gift card in there too. Like there with a message on it. Like, and I need you to read that as well. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going into the gift. Gift card. I hope I can get rid of it. 
Oh, <laughs> oh, you're gagging. You're gagging. Yeah, you're welcome. I <laughs> no, I have this. Um, I have this jean jacket, and like I'm really big on putting like pins on it. That's like my thing. I would like fill it up with pins, and I bought these for myself. I have the same set myself. Right. And I, when oh, I wow. got them, I was like, oh, I got to get these. For you. I have something else coming for you, too. I'm just waiting for the other pieces. Y'all, uh, hey, first of all, it's, it's official now. This is the first gift that I've ever received on the show from one of my guests. The first time. Are I've you serious? First. So you hey, not only. Yeah, I texted him. I was like, what's your address? We're going to send you something, but you can't open it until the day of the show. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. Oh my! Had I had look, had I known it was gonna be this, I would I would have had this queued up. I would have had the song queued up. Man, it's okay. We don't have to do that. Like I'm going to go to dinner afterwards. Uh, I'll have cheesecake first. Let, 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 let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Of of the four Golden Girls, I I can already I can tell you who I think you are. But would you be? I, I know not, you ain't. I'm not a Blanche. I am not a Blanche. I didn't even say you were black. Okay, but yeah, like I now let's be very clear. I've done some very slutty things in my time. You know what I'm saying? But like, I am not a Blanche. Who would you? Who who are you? Who are you gonna say that I was though? You most Sophia Petrillo. Of course. Bag and all. No, like let me tell you right now, like I love Sophia because like. Trey told y'all that like he knows me since middle school. So like he was giving a little bit of my age and whatnot. But like when when he was in middle school and whatnot, I was like a toddler. We're not the same age, I promise. We're nowhere near the same age. I was like a toddler. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like there's that. But um, no, all jokes aside, um, with Sophia, I love her because um I feel like I relate to that because I've gotten to a place in my life where I really don't give a fuck what I say. You know what I'm saying? I, I think I've always kind of been like that, but like, it's like on some real things now. And I love the thing too, like how she always has her bag with her. Right. I don't know if people have like really ever grasped that concept. Like, you know, like she always has her bag with her. It's just always that same wicker purse, you know? And um, and I'm a bag boy. Like, I like bags. I love bags. Like, if you know me in personal life, you know that like, I always have a bag. And, um, but the significance, y'all hear them? alarms in the back yeah bitch i live in jersey like she'd be going down like it's real life man it's, it's, it's real life oh okay yeah no like yeah but like i don't live in the hood though i live i live in a, I live in a nice neighborhood nevertheless um one of the big things about her is she always carried her bag and that was so weird to me that like no matter what they were doing she always had her bag even in the scenes like when she was sleeping with dorothy when they had a guest you know, like she would always have her bag. And so I looked into that and it's like, um, back in those days, especially with people like um, immigrants from Italy, you know, Ireland, things like that, the older women would always carry their bags. And that's because as you get older, you begin to lose a lot of things. And um, and Sophia, as you know, like on Golden Girls, if you watch Golden Girls, you know, Sophia, like she came from Shady Pines. Right. So, you know, those those older women, they always keep like, uh oh, oh, that was fun. Um, they always keep their most prized possessions, you know, on them. And that's why she always had her bag because everything that she loved, everything that she cherished is in that bag. And she was always ready to go. That too. And I mean, and you know me, so 
Always ready to go. So look now, I, I, I'll be ready to go. I'll be ready to leave. Same difference. <laughs> look, here you go. But look, Chet, now, now, then what we're doing the show now, that was first of all, again, thank you so much, man, for, for this gift. Like I said, you, you would them. You, look, you were definitely the first person to ever give me a gift, man. And just, you better put on one of them fucking hats. Do, do I need to get you a Washington hat too? Look, hey, hey, that would be no, dope, I started but, to do that, but like they wouldn't have it um hey, I'm a, monogrammed I'm a, in time to like send it. Yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna rock. I'm gonna definitely rock these like all the time. I have some pins, but I don't have like that. Like that, that oh no, I got you some other stuff coming too. I'm just waiting for the other pieces to arrive. And um, yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was that, like, that, that was dope. That was dope. I, <laughs> nah, I really appreciate it. I did because, and let me tell you, because when you told me you were gonna send something, I thought you were just gonna send me some fly merch. You know what I'm saying? Just so I could rock oh, it. Because you, no. you wanted me to look a certain way when I interviewed you. You know, right now we do have the rich auntie. <laughs> look, you getting ahead of yourself, man. You getting ahead of yourself. You getting ahead of yourself. You getting ahead of yourself. <laughs> All right, so but no, but um, that's like I'm that person. Like whenever I. You and I, we know each other, but you know, we've never really like socially interacted. Right. You know, and whenever I come into someone's home, when I come into your space, when you have invited me into your space, into whatnot, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to bring a gift. That's etiquette, is what I've been told. Yeah, yeah, you know. You know. Miss Lynn taught me well. <laughs> I, I love my mom. She, so. she taught me how to act. <laughs> She she did whether you act like it or not, but she. <laughs> I mean, that's, but that's my business, though. So here we go, man. I, I read your bio. That's what we do on the show. I read your bio. I give you what I give them what you give me, but then I give you the opportunity to go back and just let everybody know who you are in your own words, and then from there we have a conversation, man. So I'm, of course I'm gonna talk early days and then college days, and then after that, then we're just gonna bust it down into where you are. Don't be telling my business and stuff. I'm not that same person. Listen, well, we, <laughs> but like, but that's okay. It's whatever. Look, it's an open book here. Like, you know, you can Google it. It's whatever. Look, we 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 we, we this show fortunately is all about the 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 productive and progression and, and the proud moments. Don't think that that's all this is, man. This ain't a gossip mm -hmm. podcast or anything like that. It's just all it's all good. I mean, if you ask me a question, I'm gonna answer it. Like, you know, of, of just just so we're clear. So don't do it. Anyone else for that man? It's more so for the anyone else than me, because I'm grown. Like, I mean, so hey man, let, let the people know who you. <laughs> let the people know who you are, man. I, again, I say I've given you, I've given your bio. Now you give your bio, and then we're gonna have a conversation. Let's go. It's so funny sometimes because like people ask me. um what do I do and things like that and it's always so crazy like to put it into words because I feel like I'm like a um a cornucopia of so many things and when I say that I mean that like yeah I do this and I do this but like if you need me to I can do this too you know um my name is Freddie Lee Young the third I am a creative director and makeup artist and I currently live in New Jersey as my bio states, which I so eloquently wrote and you butchered, but nevertheless. Um, <laughs> and people ask me all the time, like, you know, what is a creative director? And see, and I live here in New Jersey and New Jersey, New York, you know, like we're in a tri-state area. Everybody is somebody according to themselves, just like in Atlanta, you know, but here, you know, people have like resumes and things. So they'll ask me what I do. And I'm like, well, I'm a creative director. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? 
And there's no clear specific way to describe it. You know, my thing is what I like to do is a client, customer, however you want to refer to them will come to me with an idea. You know what I'm saying? And the idea can be a photo shoot. The idea can be like, I have this new product and I don't know how to like market it. Or I have this new product and I want to get photos for it, but I don't know what it needs to look like. You know, I have this new product and I'm trying to target this specific demographic. Please tell me what a demographic is. Not you personally, but the people who are listening. Just look it up later, okay? And so, um, and they want to target a certain demographic or something like that. And so what it is, when they bring that to me, it is my job. What um, my service is solicited for is to develop an image. And when I say an image, I'm speaking more of just than just a photo. You know, I'm going to develop, I'm going to give you a photo. Like you're going to get that. Like, uh, but like when I develop an image, I'm developing a physical image, something that they can see, recognize, you know, something tangible. Because like we're, we're tangible people, we need to see it. We need to be able to touch it, you know, to understand it. And, but furthermore, my, I, my, my job is to present it in a way where it is understandable and it's like meaning what it means, what it's used for, you know, who this is for, you know, my job is to communicate effectively to your demographic that you want to target, the people that you want to buy this, you know, whether it be Susan Kim, or Keisha, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. it is my job to like make that translatable to them so they can receive it and like be interested and intrigued by it. And furthermore, I want that message to also be transferable to other demographics to expand that for you as well. So you may come to me and you say like, okay, well, I have a lipstick line, you know, and it's a red lipstick, you know, and Black girls don't wear red lipstick. Okay, well, we got one for black girls now, you know what I'm saying? But right. not only that, when you when I present it, it will not be like, oh, this is the red lipstick for black girls. Like, you know what I'm saying? This right. is the red li- this is the red lipstick for everyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and black girls, you can get it too. You know what I'm saying? And that's like the catcher. My job is like giving like that voila factor. And I feel that I do that not only um in professional you know I try to present that as well in my personal you know um vision of myself like you know like right here I'm sitting really nice you know I'm sitting here yes it's, it's Fendi you know but like bitch, I got on pajama pants and like my slides like yeah like underneath this but you know but you won't see that but whenever I present myself I'm gonna always give you the best version of myself and when you bring your idea to me I'm gonna always give the best version of that and I feel like I'm talking a lot now I no, 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 that, that, no. <laughs> it's really good information, man. But I, I and I'm, I'm gonna come back to all of that. So, uh, in my opinion, I think that as we're growing up, we all have some sort of influence, whether in home or as somebody that we see on television. Um, yes. if, if you can identify those people, who were your influences and why? Wow, Fuck, hold on, give me a minute. Like, okay, like I, I'm a little emotional sometimes too, y'all. So y'all might even see me cry like a time or two here. But like, um, it's so funny you ask that because I literally had this conversation earlier with Katie. Mm, my girl, Katie. My girl, Katie. Like, no. <laughs> and, and I was telling her like, you know, I've always, and I think it began with my mom. I've always been like, inspired, intrigued, just like in love with like boss ass women, like women who are in positions of power 
women who are like really handling business, who are um, just on their shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I've always just like been embodied by that. Like both of my parents are retired army and um, and my mother, both, both of my parents were always in positions where, you know, they had um, subordinates and just like watching my mom come home from work, like in her BDUs, like, you know, boots shined up, you know, like that shit used to gas me. Like, you know, just the way, like, because, you know, for some reason we are matriculated to believe that like, you know, women are inferior, you know, the woman is like, you know, the support system and da, 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 da. Nah, my mom is the support, like literally she's the foundation, you know? And like the way that she would handle people and talk to people and handle her business, you know? And like when they would call the house and ask for her by her title and her last name, you know what I'm saying? And like the way that she would speak to them like that always just like resonated with me. I love um, bitches in charge. I love, you know, um, I'm not, I'm never a fan of anything. I'm nobody's fan. Like, you know, like I'm not a fanatic, you know, I definitely like and appreciate things. Like for instance, like Beyonce, like I like her, you know what I'm saying? But like, I'm not a fan. Like I'm not gonna go out of my way to do anything to accrue anything regarding her. But right. like, I respect what the fuck she got going on. You know what I'm saying? Like right. she handles her business. You know, um, I love Gabrielle Union. I love um, Nicole Ari Parker right now. Like right now I am standing, literally standing for Nicole Ari Parker as Lisa Todd Wexley on And Just Like That, which is the follow-up to Sex in the City. And um, she is just like the epitome of like a boss woman and like, a black woman you know I love to see black girls I love to see black girls like doing things right. and like that's I'm just any woman that's out there like doing Michelle Obama like you know um Tabitha Brown like I, you know just all of them and especially when they're authentic with it unlike some of um these people nowadays it's so easy to become somebody right because of social media and the outlets and the platforms that we're exposed to you know it's so easy to you know call yourself somebody and um, I just really am into the authenticity, especially the people who like speak to you like, yo, this is me, this is me, this is my real life. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. and you can experience that, you know, and see like, okay, wait, like you're not just putting on, you're not just doing it for, you know, the advertisement or for like, you know, the, um, the tag or for um, the money associated with the um, promotion. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right, like, right, right. I'd love to see people like women, like in charge, I even posted something on my Facebook recently today about LTW episode of, um, and just like that. And she just, it's just like on her ball shit. And I just love, 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 love to see that. The show was actually dope, man. I watched it myself, man. Um, yeah, okay. We can get into that too, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I binged it. I binged watched it. You know I binged it, but like the thing is, I love the show. But like I'm an original Sex in the City fan, and I'm not the Sex in the City fan who went and bought the box set when it was over with when it got hot. Like me and Katie were watching Sex in the City in high school. Katie put me onto Sex in the City because like her mom and her watched it. That was like their Sunday thing. They would watch it. Right. I jumped in on Sex in the City in the third sit in the third season, and like so from you, 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 you've been rocking with it good yeah yeah like yeah. from then like i bought the box sets that like came like individually by season like season one came in like in the set like at target for like 40 dollars, you know shit like that but um that see, that was my golden girls <laughs> yeah but see i was doing golden girls then too like i was watching golden girls like 
in high school after the showers and whatnot. You know, like I'm saying, like, you know, that was on late night, always. Golden Girls, um, 227, you know, like all of that. that all was, of those like, things. The women are living single as well. Let me not discount them as well. Like, I don't want to um, put out there, like, you know, it's just like Sex in the City, da, da, da. But, you know, like, the girls on Living Single, you know, um, the women on Martin, you know, Tisha, um, Tisha Campbell and um, Tashina Arnold, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people, like, you know, that's that's when they first knew Gina and Pam. I knew Gina and Pam when they were singing um, um, at the horror shop. The, um, <laughs> little Shop of Horrors, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I th they were the girls on the roof singing. You know, and a lot of kids don't know that, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I remember them from there, you know what I'm saying? And so seeing them, like, develop into that, you know, like, and it's still going, you know, I just really get into that. I feel like I'm talking a lot again. We're going we're gonna to go into the, the influential <laughs> piece and part of now. Now, it, it's, it's good, one, because the more you talk, the better it helps when it, when it comes to the conversation. Of no, I'm a talker. The, and like, the, 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 the concepts of what we're doing, because this is how I bring out uh, the creative director in you to help people to be able to visualize the vision. And so... Uh, we spoke of those early influences. And so I want to ask the question now, uh, even being a creative director now, middle school, high school, were you always uh, wanting to be a creative director or a makeup artist? What, what, what was your, your desire and your goals then? I wanted to be a lawyer. Man, you were making a credible lawyer. What, what changed that? Um... I can't say like any specific instance, like, you know, where like, you know, this thing happened and like, you know, that change. But um, I really, I always, I wanted to be a lawyer. That was always my thing. Like when I grew up, I'm going to be a lawyer. You know, it started off first, like when like kindergarten, first grade, I wanted to be a police officer. And fuck, here it comes. So yeah, um, when I started getting older, and you know, children became aware right. of things. When I would go to school and things, I would receive certain treatments because of how I was and whatnot. Right. And like, I wanted to be, and I would say things about it, but like nothing would ever be done. It was always like, oh, Freddie, he's so extra. You know, well, they've been saying extra back then, but you know. Right, 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 right. Freddie might be exaggerating, da, 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 you know what I'm saying? And it's like, nah, these niggas is fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? And like something needs to be done about it. And so that was um, like how I got into wanting to be a lawyer. You know, like I want to like, yeah, like bitch, like, yeah, I talk a lot, but I'm always fucking right. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, you're wrong. And, I, and I'm very, um, I tell people all the time, personally, professionally, um, if I'm getting to know you in a situation where like you were dating or whatever, like, you know, I'm very big on um, acknowledgement. Acknowledgement is my love language. Mm, tell me affirmations. I, I got you. You had yeah. to be like, affirmed. Yeah. Okay. Like, tell me I smell good. You know, like, tell me that you are wrong and I was right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's very big to me because um, I've gotten to a place now where I will say, mm, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, man, this, is, this ain't the first time. This ain't the first time. This is the second time I had somebody on my show and uh, uh, delving in the, the spirits, I would say. <laughs> and no, the thing is, though, like my, um, I'm very aware my mouth is reckless. My mouth is reckless. I say whatever. And the thing is, like, sometimes I'll come back and especially if, like, you get me to that place. Right. You know, where I, like, I, I'm done caring. 
Like, I'll say whatever. I'm talking about you, your mammy, and your pissy pepper wearing ass grandmammy. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody can get it. You know, but um, I'll sit back sometimes in my moments by myself. I'm like, damn, I shouldn't have said that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm in a place where I can go to that person. Like, you know what? Like, look, I was pissed off. You know what I'm saying? I said X, Y, and Z. I meant what the fuck I said. But I definitely could have delivered it in a different way or expressed my feelings to you in a different way. And I could acknowledge when I'm wrong. And I get really pissy when the other person cannot acknowledge the same thing. Right. You know, I didn't get there by myself. So this is an interesting thing, man. And so I, I think that I, I, I kind of want to turn this really into a get to know Freddie type thing because you, you do post a lot. And I think there was one time you posted something like that and I hit you on the inbox like, man, you know how to freak to say certain things to get people to be like, wait, you be paying attention to that. But the reality of it is, though, uh, is going back to those middle school, high school ages when you're saying this is what I want to be. But then there's a certain level of treatment that's constant and it's consistent. And then all of a sudden you change, right? And so you're like, mm-hmm. you said, I didn't get it by myself. So in, in changing your mind about being a policeman and uh, being a lawyer, what made you say, I want to shift into something that's more creative? Okay. So like, okay, it started with me with makeup. At the time, I was working um, in logistics for Schneider, as a matter of fact, in Savannah. And um, this was like at the beginning. Oh, girl, I'm telling my age. This is like at the beginning of like Instagram when, um, girl, we had no videos. We just posting pictures and putting statuses on there and Instagram. And um, somehow I come across this guy. He was a makeup artist. I think his name is like, what is it? Makeup Man, M-A-E. I think he's still an artist as well. And um, randomly I came across his page. He was a makeup artist, you know? And um, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, like he has like a lifestyle doing this. Like, you know, just some of his photos, like, you know, really drew my attention in. I actually did an interview at Savannah State University and they asked me the same question. And I spoke about this same person. So like, if you can find that like from years ago, like this is like maybe nine years ago, like I mentioned the same person. Yeah, I think his name might be Marcus. He was out of DC. Nevertheless, um, and I saw a thing, I was like, oh, that's interesting. So next thing I know, I'm at Lee's Beauty Supply in Highsville, Georgia. Um, on one night. Hometown heroes. <laughs> Lee's Beauty Supply, that's my, hey, what's up, Lee's? Hey, I don't want to pay for shit else when I come here. So um, I was there. And they had this little like eyeshadow kit with like the ugliest fucking colors in the world. Like it was like a Crayola kit and you could get like a little brush set with it, like like 12 brushes, you know, I maybe $17. At this time, Katie and I were living in the columns. I think it has a different name now, but it was those brand new apartments on airport road, mm-hmm. you know, the gated community. Katie and I were living out there at the time. And um, I bought the little, um, thing i bought some other little odds and ends like from walmart you know like some neutrogena wake up makeup wipes it's a little um an okra something a light okra paint pot from mac because um beat face honey had talked about it like i started googling like makeup videos and stuff like was watching shit on but i was following beat face honey because i liked her look the, the look that she gave right and so yeah i fucked katie up for like three months 
trying to figure it out. Like, yeah, can we get off work? We get home, bitch. Hey, let me come over here. I'm going to fuck you up. And I'm figuring this shit out. You know what I'm saying? And I'm so grateful that she was there for that process. You know, because like, yeah, I had that bitch looking crazy. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> look, look, okay, so I, I now there, there's a space because you, you let me come into uh, the room of uh, I, the personal slash emotional aspect of things. So in high school, uh, there's some choices that you made that kind of put you in the spotlight before we left off to go to college. And the choices I'm talking about is just your choice of sports. Um, Varsity. Yes. Yes. Varsity. Let's be very clear. Varsity. Yes. Yes. Varsity. Let's be very clear. So, when did you choose and decide, like, yo, I, I could either one, because I know you and how you are, one, I could do what they do and do it better, or I just want to do it because it, it, it's me and, I, and I'm coming into just this, this, the art of cheering. You know what I'm saying? How, what was that like for you? Um. So, funny thing is, you know, I went to HMS, Hinesville Middle School. You know what I'm saying? I went to Hinesville Middle the School. The originals. And, yeah, and, and the thing is, I came, that's where we, um, when we came from Germany, I came to Hinesville. And um, I was in sixth grade, and it was like the second semester. Um, at that time, my best, best friend, and I still, like, communicate with her, was Nita Hayes. Like, she was the nicest person to me. She was the prettiest girl at school. Like, I always, somehow, my my friends are always the pretty girls. I don't know how it happens. It just happens that way. All my friends are pretty. Like, I don't know how it happens. Like, yeah, it just happens like that. But, yeah. So, like. <laughs> You're an idiot. Man. So, but anyway, like, um, we went seventh grade, you know what I'm saying? And Lisa was like, I'm going to try for cheerleading. And I was like go for it and she was like I don't think I'm gonna make it though because like Nisa Nisa was is you know what I'm saying very pretty and she got a lot of flack from the other females you know because she was so effortlessly pretty and still you know she's just so effortlessly pretty and that's what I like to I like effortlessly pretty girls like you know like I get up in the morning I pull my hair in this ponytail and like I'm I'm shitting on you hoes regardless you know and, like, <laughs> And um, <laughs> and she was that girl, you know, and um, and she still is that girl, but she's a nurse as well. Oops, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, but on top of that though, like you know, um, I was like, okay, cool. I was like, I was thinking about trying out for it too. You know, I had always been attracted to things that were considered feminine, you know, or for females or for girls. I was always drawn to those things, you know, and um. A lot of people, like even now, with the things I do, like you know, y'all see my. I talk with my hands. So you see, yes, my nails are done, honey. You know, like yeah, my nails are done. They stay done. You know, my my eyebrows they stay done like that. You know, and people always thought like you know, I wanted to be a woman. Like you know, like oh, Freddie wants to be a girl. Da, 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 da. Like no, I just like things that look nice. I like nice things, and sadly, you know, in the culture that we live in, nice things are usually. Um, generalized with femininity you know i like yeah, nice sure. i like handbags i like to look nice when i go out you know i like my skin to be clean i like these things you know and uh, i like to be moisturized you know <laughs> you know and um just to be clear you know if i wanted to be a woman i would be one you know what i'm saying but like it'd be over for you hoes then but um <laughs> but 
back to the Chili no, like, man. I've, I've, always, I've always I've always been into like feminine things, you know. But like for some reason, Chili, I was drawn into that, and we had to do this. My seventh grade English class, Miss Bell, maybe she was something else, and she got married, and she was Bell. Or she was Belle and she got married and she was something else. Nevertheless, the one who got her coke spinning in by all the cheerleaders. Anyway, she um she was my English teacher and we had to do these um verbal speeches. Fuck you. We had to do these verbal speeches, right? And um we had to do one on a sport or activity that we liked. And my topic was cheerleading. I chose cheerleading because at that point I was in seventh grade and I had chosen like I'm gonna try for cheerleading, and she was also the cheerleading coach. And so um, I did this presentation. Um, I got the highest grade in the class on all of my assignments usually. But um, like, and um, like I had the best presentation and um, it was so funny too, because a lot of current cheerleaders were in that class with me and none of them spoke about cheerleading. Mm, and, so, um, and so I went and I tried out that year with Nitsa. Um, Nitsa made it, and um, and at the end they announced me as well. They said that like I had made it, and I and I would be like the mascot or something like that. You know what I'm saying? But um, upon further review, like I told my mom, I was like, Mom, like I was better than those girls. Like, and I don't think like I'm supposed to be like in nobody's fucking suit. You know, like what's up? And Miss Lynn looked into it, and according to my scores that I received. I should have been the captain, but um, <laughs> I had I had the highest scores, and so um, nevertheless they came afterwards and they tried to like you know okay well we'll let you be on the team da, 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 you know and um, my dad was like nah like give him his title or don't or we not doing it right you know because um I don't know if y'all know but if y'all did like high school sports and stuff like that you have to pay like cheerleading costs like you know cheerleading is not free. In middle school, I think the um, cheerleading, I think it was like 700 then. And then when I went to high school, I know my parents paid no less than $1,000 every year, you know, just like for uniforms and like fees. Like we went to camp, we went to away camps, you know, all the outfits that we had, you know, sweatsuits, all that stuff. Like there's money involved in that, which is like the other part that people don't understand. And so my parents, they were willing to put forth that, but like, you know, like you're not going to play with him. Right, right, right. And so um, when they told me I couldn't do it, I really took it really badly. But it was like, um, as I've gotten older and known what the situation was, I was like, okay. Because I thought it was like, no, you can't do it because we don't want you looking some type of way. But it was like, nah, they're not going to play with you. But when I got to high school, like, you know, I made varsity my freshman year. I cheered, you know, um, three of the four years. Um, yeah. I, I, I loved it. I love cheering. Um, I still deal with it now. I actually have somebody that I'm coaching now um, <laughs> to try out for her high school team. Um, she's definitely going to make it. Um, <laughs> Question. Question. So what was that like, man, to have the support of your father? Um, my dad and I, it's so funny. Like um, when I first went into high school, my freshman year, uh, my first year in high school, my first year cheering, my dad actually wasn't physically in the house. My dad was in Korea. Mm. And so like, you know, we were communicating via um, like phone calls at that time. And so um, 
when it came to pass, like, you know, I was a cheerleader and like, we would talk about things and whatnot. And that was also the time that I was becoming to understand like, you know, who I was and right. what I was interested in. And so all of this came at like one time. And what I can say about my dad, I could really use this time to like drag him, but I'm not gonna do that. But what I can say about my dad is in those moments, I expected something different from him, but um, when I brought certain things to him, he was just more so like, are you sure? Is this for now? Or like, is this like real, real, you know? And um, I'm sorry, y'all. Um, and I know so many people that didn't have that, that have been in crazy ass situations because they, I'm sorry, hold on, give me a second here. The first time ever on the network that I had somebody crying, and I'm proud to say that I said this time. Again, this is Wiggles World Network, home of the young woman. That's it with your head, man. It's your boy Wiggles Man Alive. We got Freddie no, Lee Young the third. I just want to, I didn't have anything like available. I didn't think it was gonna be like this. But no, um, I know so many people who didn't have that. You know, who it was like, oh no, that shit ain't going down. Like, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Like. And you know my dad, you've seen my dad. Like right. my dad is like the epitome of masculinity. Right. You right. know, and um and it's just like, well, are you sure you cool? Like, is this what we're doing? And I was like, Yeah, I think I, I think so. You know? And yeah. um and he was like, okay. And like it was never really discussed heavily or anything like that. And his way of dealing with it, and like even to this day, his way of dealing with it is like he jokes about it. You know, like I remember coming home from school sometimes, he'd be like, hey, when your little fruity ass friends called you, you know, but it was never in a derogatory way. It was always right. like, you know, like, yo, let me just deal with this how I'm dealing with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay. Your friend called, you know, like, but I'm not feeling no type of way. And so I respected that. And I'll never forget, like, going to, um, like, senior night. You know, when you play sports in high school and on senior night and whatnot, your yep. parents walk you out there. And my dad did not care, you know, to walk out there with me in my cheerleading uniform. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and, I, and th those things like that, like, it seems so simple, but like, that's big shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially in that, that time. Especially in that time. Especially in that time because I get a lot of flack too. There was this other gay ass boy who went to school with us and like, when me and him like had like hung out like one time or whatnot, I realized he really could not take me. And I really didn't realize until I got to, to be an adult because he used to call me doors, doors. And he called me doors because I was the person everybody had to come through when they were gonna be gay. Which was his way of saying like, you're the only person that's really like accepted. You know what I'm saying? like. You like really the so you, were the, you were the, you were the gatekeeper of the kids. Yeah, I was I was homecoming queen at Johnson High School. <laughs> you know, like and at the time I took it as an insult, like you know what I'm saying? And that was how it was with how it was intended. You know what I'm saying? And um 
and that's how it was intended, you know. But on further inspection, in reality, it's like, oh, bitch, she was mad because I could be me at home and you couldn't. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, and then also, too, the fact, and I don't want to brag or anything, like, you know, like, um, but like, I never wanted for anything either. You know, like my sister and I, we never wanted for anything. Like, you know, my first car was a Mercedes. Like, you know, like we never, like I was driving that gold Mercedes to Bradwell, you know, like we never wanted for anything. And I think sometimes people put you in a place where they feel like, you know, I feel like you're inferior to me socially. So you need to be inferior to me like completely. Right. And the fact that they viewed me as inferior, but like I clearly lived a superior life, fucked with a lot of people. Like, you know, I had, a lot of ostracism in high school. Like somebody put sugar in my tank like one time at the school, you know, like it was stuff like that. And um, I'll never forget one of the biggest instances I had, um, this guy who was in my world history class with Miss Mixon. Woo! Miss, <laughs> hey, look, Miss Mixon, she, Miss Mixon used to make me and uh, Jarvis go to sleep in her class. We would cut up in there, man. Miss Mixon, let me tell you. She played Ms. the game, Mixon, boy. how to gather the girls. Miss Nixon taught me what it was to be nice, nasty. I loved every fucking moment that I spent with her. Miss Nixon was a bitch, and I loved every fucking minute of it. Like, like I love. She I wasn't loved playing her games, man, and she was all. thorough. Like, she, she was, was thorough. Like, yeah, we can kick in, whatnot, but like, bitch, you do your shit. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Absolutely right. Did you do your homework? Look, she would come in and she say, look, y'all got five minutes. Do y'all jokes. And if you ain't going to do the work, go back to the back of that class, go to sleep, wake up, get this work done and get out of my class. No, take your ass to that little round table over there right by her look, desk. So she ain't going to be bothered with you. Why? Look, because she'll have 10 notes on the board, but you end up with three pages somehow. Right. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I, like Miss Mixon, like I loved her. Like, and she just, and the teachers like, and there were certain teachers who like her, um, Miss Tatum, the math teacher, math yeah, department yeah, head, Miss Tatum, yeah. Susan. You know, and you know, I called them by their first names. Like we would be in class, like no lie. My senior year, I had her for statistics, and I called her by her first name, and she'd be like, "Freddie, don't come in my first name." I'm like, "Okay, Susan." That's like, that's part of the problem because you just do what you want to do. It. <laughs> yeah, like, I called Miss Collins Rose, our cheerleading coach. Yeah. I called her Rose. Like they could not take it. I'm like, Rose, what's up? <laughs> Look, now my, my first encounter my first encounter with the kid coach, man, because I, I was I should have been the mascot two years versus just my like my last year or whatever. But you know, I just feel like she didn't respect my conglomerate and who I was at the school. And I'm like, No, Look. you know, like, you know, if you ain't putting into the booster club, because like that's just like when I got into that fight my freshman year when I was attacked and I defended myself and wore that white boy out. Sorry. But uh, I wore him out and um, I got suspended. And that's why I didn't get to cheer my sophomore year. But that same year, that Dryden girl got caught getting, drust, getting drunk on the bus coming back from the soccer game. But she had a private tryout. But her parents contributed a lot more to the booster club than, I, than my parents did. So right. she was white. So you know how that goes. They didn't want me there no way. But I came back the next year in my scores. You know, I'm I'm gonna be I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. 
fast forward, man. We get to college again. We reunite again, man. A lot of us from, from Hinesville, a lot of us from Hinesville go straight to Valdosta State. Like uh, y'all, you know, y'all the year ahead of us, so y'all go first. And I then need you not to say things like that that reference then, like how old let, I might possibly let, be. Let, can we can let, we stay away from things that reference how old let, I might let, possibly? You said be? I can say what I want to say, right? So y'all tender Ronnie's out here yeah. looking at me or whatever, like. <laughs> So we, we I'm get single, ready to mingle and spend we, money. We, we, we be warned. Look, I talk back and ask for money. Okay, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I talk back and I ask for money, and I like nice things, and I don't cook. I can, but I don't. Maybe, maybe on Sundays because I'd be yeah. hungover. You you get you get you get to college, man. What's your major in college? And when you because you I feel like well no, actually I left, I think, before everybody did, but I feel like I, there's this year that I, I see everybody and after that, everything is a blur. Mm-hmm. What are you going to school for about as a state? And then what I call the blur, what happens after that? And when do you start transitioning into the person you are now? Um my major was business management. Um, with the minor in accounting, because um, I don't know if you know, but I'm a math nerd. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah, I am a math nerd. Like, math was always, like, my thing, and still is. Like, I'm the person, like, I'll be in the grocery store, and, like, the, my total will come up, and I'll give them the money, and I'll be like, okay, the change is going to be this, you know, before it comes up on the thing. Like, I'm I'm a real deal math nerd. And, um, and it's funny, because, like, it really felt like one day math, like, clicked for me. But um, nevertheless, yeah, that was the thing. And um, yeah, um, I went to college because I was supposed to. That's typical. That's typical for especially you know I mean? coming like, up in, especially coming up in this in the Bible Belt. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I Black was folks. To. And then on top of that, too, like you know, we came up in Georgia, so you know, you graduate with a B average, you can go to any school on a whole scholarship. You know what I'm saying? So like, right. I went to college because that's what we were supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? And um, I didn't really care for it. I didn't care for the structure. I didn't care for any of that. Like, but I love the social. Yeah, that was you know, I, I was definitely there. Like, the social was more important for me than the um, than the education. Um, I did it because I was supposed to. You know, like, okay, like I check this box off now. You know, mommy, don't buy me a car. You know, you know what I'm saying. So like, <laughs> right. That's essentially what it was. You know. Um, I enjoy the time I still deal with some of those people. Hell, I still talk to your ass. But, um, like, you know, <laughs> but um, while I was in college, also, I was introduced to PFM. And um, PFM, for those who know, is Premier Fashion Models. And it's this, um, it's this group, and essentially they would get together and, like, and they would put on fashion shows, and the fashion shows would incorporate, like, you know, of course, fashion but also like choreography, dance, like theatrics and all of that. And I remember when I tried out, um, the president at the time, Peaches, she called me the night that we tried out to let us know if we had made it or not. And she was like, Freddie, I just wanna let you know, like you you made it, da, 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 da. And I was like, what? And um, cause I was thinking that I was not going to, cause I was so shook during my audition and um, I had heard things from people, you know, and I let that affect me. And, but she was like, no, she's like, you did fucking amazing. Um, and yeah, there were people who were against it, but she was like, I made a decision you are in. And um, 
And that was big for me too, because I remember like a lot of the shows that y'all saw after I got in, like those are all my shows. Like I coordinated like all of those shows. Like the best show we ever had, Evolution, that was mm-hmm. all me. I literally sat in Wynn's living room and I came up with the show. Like I gave a scene for each letter of the word Evolution. Like I did that. I said, this is what it's going to be. Like I created it. Like I coordinated it. I said, this is what we're going to wear. You know what I'm saying? And at that time, I didn't even realize what the fuck I was doing. You know, like I didn't like, but it was just like, I'm passionate about this. Like, I like this. You know what I'm saying? I'm watching the Victoria's Secret fashion shows. Like, you know, like, oh, bitch, we need to do this. Like, you know, these pivots and things, we need to do this. Like, girl, you need to be sitting like her, bitch. Look at her face. Like, bitch, do this. You know, like, I was really into that. Like, I was very into, like, the aesthetic. That's my, I'm, I'm very into the way things look. Right. No, how no, things no, sure. present it. You know, sure. I'm very into how things look. That's my biggest thing. I'm very into how things look. Do I sound real drunk? No, but I, I, okay. this, though, I, I was not, I was literally into, now what I was thinking though is that I think this, this interview, I think is catching you by surprise and it's pulling out some emotions that you didn't think you would yeah. have, you know, nonetheless. Or things just, I haven't thought about in a while, like, you know, to discuss, you know, people don't usually, people usually don't get this far into me. Like, you know, they don't take, they, they don't care about this. They care about this. Right. So, I mean, that's what, that's what made my, my time to talk about me for just a split second. That's why I'm great at what it is that I do. So, but to 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 the to the uh to the point though i was telling somebody about not necessarily having always to be or needing to be the face of anything or be in the front but because i love the way the thing is shown i love the production piece behind that i don't like to be the face believe it or not i hate to be the i don't want to be i don't like to be seen like i get nervous i i like i'm nervous right now like my fucking foot is shaking a mile a minute right now underneath this table you know what i'm saying like i don't like to be on the spotlight but I want my acknowledgement afterwards, like, like you did that. You know what I'm saying? Like when I do makeup for a wedding or something like that, you know, and I love doing stuff like that because like, bitch, those photos will be hung in your home forever. Right. Your grandchildren are going to see those. Like, you know, like, bitch, I'm a fucking icon in your home and you don't even realize. Like, I like things like that. I like to know I was there. You know, like some of the TV shows y'all watch right now, not even on no like bragging shit. You know what I'm saying? If y'all took the time to watch the credits at the end of the show, you know, <laughs> as he as he ships his water. Ooh, all that power! As, Ooh, as, like a ghost. Woo! Woo! We got the we got the we got the we got the model. I mean, but you know, like, it, but we don't we don't care for those things. We care about the visual. So I like to be involved with the visual. We don't care about the behind the scenes shit. We don't care who the associate producer was. Blah, blah, blah. All we care about is the end product. And I want to be a part of the end product. So when that end product is successful, I may be able to come back and create another end product or continue collecting residuals. For sure. So we're going to fast forward, man, because I want to definitely get into uh, the work. And we, we talked about lipstick before. So this is a huge fast forward. Now, there was a time that you were you were launching a, a brand. There's not a time. It's it's still current. Like right, so- but the, but at the time, because I remember just the conversations about the launching, what you had to go through and the working those things. So let's talk about that. What's the name of the brand, man? And, and what was that process like? What made you want to start that? And where we at with that right now? Um, my my cosmetics line that I began was I'm um, selfish. Selfish cosmetics by Freddie L. Young, and um. Selfish really came about, I get called selfish a lot. 
a lot of people that I deal with, like personally, I am always called selfish. And I am. I don't have any kids. I don't have a significant other. I'm allowed to be selfish. And I hate when people take certain words and make them negative or give a derogatory meaning to them. You know, there is nothing wrong with being selfish. That's why it's the hashtag, you know, what's wrong with being selfish? And um, all of the colors are also named after qualities of being selfish, you know, like bitch, um, sassy, you know, superior, <laughs> disrespectful, <laughs> you know, and like they're all, all the colors are that. And um, the different shades of Freddie. Okay, let's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, however you feel, and that's fine. I'm okay with that. I own that. I own that. I am all those things, and I own that, and I'm okay with that. And I think that's a that's one of the issues because what I like to think about is freedom and fluidity, right? I don't know what fluidity comes from. I just love that word, right? But the the ease to move how you want to move, right? And the let me move, bitch. Like if you don't like like, to move out the way, most people don't like most people don't like the fact that people can move as freely and that they're sure themselves, they're certain about what they want to do. And that's why people don't like me because, like you know, like I like I touched on earlier. Some people feel like when you are this, when you are categorized as this or this or this, you know what I'm saying? You can't do that and that and that. Right. I don't do what the fuck I want to do. And I feel like you should too. Not just you, I'm saying like anybody, like, you know, like, and like, let's break it down like real, real. let's get real nasty with it. Like, bitch, like I did four years in prison, you know? Like, I met real killers, like, and ain't none of y'all niggas, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> like, I just like, when you're in a situation like where everything is stripped from you and it's like, you have to literally be within someone's own parameters. When you're in a place where like, you really have the freedom to do what the fuck you want to do, you're going to do it. There's no fucking way that I'm going to sit here and hinder myself when I've been hindered in real life before. Wow. That's a message, y'all. That's a message in and of itself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, there's no fucking way. Like, let me tell you, like, Brittany, like, uh, my good friend Brittany, you know, who started off as a model and now she's a photographer, you know, the stuff that we do now, like, we'll sit down sometimes talk about ideas and I'm like, I want to do this. Like, I want to put the bitch in a tank of water with a shark and a steak and, like, she just going to have to, like, figure it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, like I want to stay the I want the shark as close to her as possible. Give that bitch a steak. Put a steak on her ankle. She'll be okay. Like you know, like I'm like right. you know, like and Brittany sometimes I'd be like, Freddie, like no, like I'm like bitch, we can do what we want to do. Like I want I want to do whatever I want to do, and I want you to do whatever you want to do. Like you know, and it's so hard because like you know we all are so worried about like what somebody else is going to say what are they going to think you know what's this what's this what's it you know but it comes to the point um somebody's going to always have something to say and here here i go here i go this is why they call me a bitch right here in my personal experiences i have never been judged ostracized demeaned disrespected or spoken less of than by someone who is doing better than me. Mm. 
You can say the mouthful, man. You know what I'm saying? The people who talk about me negatively in any aspect, shape, form, or fashion, like, bitch, like, really? But you know, and the thing is too, with, and I want to take this back to what we spoke about earlier, you know, like when I present myself, I present myself a certain way. And so people see me a certain way. And so when I say things like that, like, girl, you judging me, but like, I'm looking at, oh, you think you better than somebody? No, there's no thought involved. It's clearly evident based on your actions versus my actions. You know, like there's no thought. I am better than you. Like, and I want to be very clear about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't say these things to people, but it's like, you know, yeah. Anybody says like, oh, you think you're better than people? No, you think I am. And I'm going to acknowledge it for you. There, yes. there was a, there was an instance, man, that's, that's, that's caught on film where you're sitting at a table. I don't know if it's brunch or whatever it is. And you're like, people always say afraid to do the most. You say, no, I'm not doing the most. I'm Let doing me let you know something, honey. I don't do the most. I do just a motherfucking enough. And if that's too much for you, honey, that means that you are not enough. And you know who I was speaking to when I said that? My, my illegitimate sister who was not enough. Man, you're funny and horrible girl, and bitch. terrible at the same time. Oh, I said that. Oh, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. We... You, you, you put the bottle down, man. You're terrible. No, I'm for real. No, like, no, like, at that time, <laughs> it's, so, it's so crazy to me that people who come for me like that should never come for me like that. And that's what I just said previously. You know, like, the people who come for me like that, like, girl, like, girl, like, you got, ooh. Like, you know, but it kills me because, like, you judging me for this, but, like, but you're that, you know? It's, like, how we, how we personally will um, rationalize and um, rank things. There we go. That was the word I was looking for, rank things. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I can be a baby mama with three kids, but, like, you can't be a gay black male. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, no, no, I get it. They just like knock you up and leave. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and then they call me. But you know, but the thing is, like, beyond that, <laughs> back to the lipstick, man. Back to selfish. Back to selfish. <laughs> no, we, back go, to... We, we finished with that, didn't we? Like, but yeah, but no, selfish, like, um, it does well. It's still current right now. Actually, my website is being updated. Um, I have some new images for that as well. I don't know um, how many of your followers follow me on um, my social media platforms, but I just recently released some new headshots and like shots of myself as well, because I don't do that very often. The last time I did like a headshot was like, I had a beard. Yeah. My last headshots, I had a beard. And so like, it was definitely time for something else. Um, I have some other projects coming up as well and they required that. So I had to really um, update my portfolio personally. But um, yeah, Selfish is still going on. I'm actually looking now because when I first came out, I had lipsticks and lip glosses mm -hmm. um, due to personal issues and whatnot. Like I had to relinquish for a minute and I regenerated um, last year. 
And so, but when I regenerate, I just regenerate with the lipstick. So now we're in the process now, like actually with lip glosses. And it's so funny we brought this up because I actually have a um, trial for the hair. <laughs> with shades that I've been playing with, like to select. So like, I really was doing this like before you bought. So Come I'm on, product. To... Okay, yeah. Oh no, these are, no, these are just samples from my distributor. And uh, <laughs> these are samples from my distributor. When you don't buy, when you know, you know, I don't buy my shit on AliExpress. I actually go to the lab and I construct all of my own colors and they send me things like this and I decide what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I can't do it in seven days like everybody else. I said it's so. in the beginning, man. It's probably gonna be one of the funniest, dopest. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, we can do a part two. No, we definitely, but we 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 ain't not. We we're definitely not done. So, I want to ask a question about being a moor because at first I didn't know what moor was, right? You know, but but I get it now. Makeup artist, I got it. I got it a while ago. Mm -hmm. What is, if you can remember or recall, what's been your most sentimental? or touching or long lasting life changing Mua experience and why? It's so funny because like that experience didn't come to me until like really far after the fact. Mm. Um, when I started like out as a makeup artist, um, I don't know, like people who follow me, I'm sure you know, like, but, um, my best friend, like one of my best friends is um, Brittany Nicole. And she and she started out as a model. And when I was doing makeup, when I first started doing makeup, you know, like I said, like I fucked Haiti up for a couple months, you know what I'm saying? And then I got to this place where I was starting to reach out to people like, hey, let me try something on you. Let me try something on you. You know what I'm saying? And um, Shelly Carpenter, she was one of my good ones. Like she would allow me to do things on her. Um, Lakia Taylor, she was like someone who did like, let me do stuff on her and like she's an amazing gospel singer um but um Britney was in this fashion show and I always refer to Britney as my girl who said yes like she was going to this fashion show and then like she was also hosting this event where like was it young Jeezy Jeezy Jock Gucci Mane somebody one of those black Atlanta rappers um was gonna be at um Beaumais so that, that's like that's how you know how old I am, bitch. He was gonna be a Beaumais. <laughs> and so um, and she was gonna be hosting the area. And I was like, well, look, because she was fucking with Moody Brothers then. They was promoting this stuff. Do they still do that? I don't know. But anyway, so Moody Brothers, I was like, well, look, I'll do the makeup for free. Ooh, ooh, scoop, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to get like some exposure. And the girl was actually Britney. And I ended up getting invited to this um casting call for a fashion show. And I see this real pretty girl just like sitting on the edge, you know, like just like just carefree, whatever. And I just go up to her because like but somehow like me and pretty girls, we just work. And I'm like, hey, who are you? I love you. Oh my God. And she was like, oh my God, I love you too. And then um, and she told me her name. So I was like, I think I'm doing your face tomorrow. And she was like, Are you Freddie? And I was like, Yeah. And so it was so crazy. She came to my apartment the next day. I did her face. We ate. Like we had a wonderful experience. Like, um, and from then on, it was just like, whenever she was doing something, she would always like contact me. Like, can you do my face? Can you do my face? Can you do my face? 
And, you know, we started hanging out socially. And then she was like, you know what? Like, we need to do something else. We went to Atlanta because one of her friends from her hometown lived in Atlanta now, and she's a fashion designer. And she was like, look, I'm doing this shoot. I want you to be the model Oop and Scoop. And Brittany was like, well, can I bring my friend Freddie? He's the makeup artist. Like, you know, he'll do the makeup, do the Oop. She was like, cool. So we go in and we do that. And while we were in Atlanta, so many people like approached us and like we met so many people and stuff. And Brittany was like, do you want to move here? And I was like, I'm open to that. You know? And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so we ended up moving there. Brittany went on a casting call for a music video. I can't remember what the first one was, but she went on a casting call. She got booked for the video, like as a lead. And so after that, she did like three or four videos. And then Brittany started getting booked as like the lead in the videos, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you can, if you go back on my social media, you can see like all the videos that we did and whatnot. And whenever she would get booked, she would always mention me or I would apply to the booking as well. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it became this thing like in Atlanta, it was known like, if you saw Brittany, they were like, hey, Brittany, where Freddie at? You know what I'm saying? And if you saw me, they'd be like, Freddie, where Brittany? You know? And so, um, and she always made sure, like, whenever she got something, like, she would always make sure, like, I did her face. Like, I was the person on her face. She would always, like, you know, put me out there. And that grew. And the biggest experience for me was when we did, I think it was, like, the third video that we did together. Actually, it was the first video that we did together. And it was... Um, Rick Ross featuring um shit. I can't think of it, but it was a Rick Ross video. And we're at this big ass mansion. Um, it's gonna come to me. Damn. And I can't anyway, it's a Rick Ross video. <laughs> Pass all that. And uh, we're there on the set and whatnot. And it's these other girls there who Brittany was booked as like an extra, you know what I'm saying? And the other girls were like leads and whatnot. And we're out on the set, like at this mansion or whatnot. Bitch, what is the name of that song? She got a dog named Panorama. I can't fuck. But anyway, um, I'm gonna tell you after this. I'm gonna I'm look it up afterwards. But anyway, so we get to the video set, like the other girls are there, the leads and whatnot. And we're out on the set, and I'm sitting there, I have my brush butt on, like, and I'm just like walking around, like just checking, like, oh my god, am I really fucking here? You know what I'm saying? Right. Rick Ross and R. Kelly. But anyway, um, yeah. And so um, we're out there and um, the lead girls are sitting on like this cabana like thing. And they're like, hey, can you come here? And I was like, okay. And they was like, I feel like I'm sweating right here. And I was like, okay. So I touched the girl up and she was like, where do I know you from? And I was like, I've been here three weeks. I don't think you know me in real life. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, and that was Delisha De Cordon. And um, she was known, she's the girl that got beat, up, got beat up by that football player. But anywho, she, um, so we're there, we're on the set, like I'm doing her face and whatnot, you know, I'm touching up her eye and whatnot. And like, so now the niggas that came out, it's Rick Ross, it's R. Kelly and all these other niggas and whatnot. And I look back through the pictures and I can send you the picture too. And the girls are there, like, you know, the girl I just touched up, like I took a picture with them, you know, like all this stuff and like she's dancing and whatnot. And she's standing next to Nipsey Hussle. Wow. And Nipsey Hussle, like when they came off the set, like he sat down in the cabana and whatnot. And like his forehead was sweating. So I had like towels and I gave him a towel. Like I patted his forehead. I was like, is it okay? 
one thing when I do when I do with males, like on a video set, especially like I'm like, is it okay if I touch you? Like, cause I know some of them are so homophobic and then they'd be in my inbox. And so anyway, so I was like, is it okay if I touch you? And he was like, yeah, 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 you're good, you're good, you're good. You know, so I'm patting his forehead and whatnot. And I was like, I'm gonna put some powder on here so you don't shine. He was like, it's cool, it's cool. So I did and whatnot. So they go back out, they shoot another scene and whatnot. It's hot as fuck outside. Like we're by a pool, you know, it's like a mansion situation. And um, so they cut again and he comes to sit down. He's like sweating. And like the actual makeup artist that was assigned to them, like goes up to like touch it. He's like, no, where that faggot ass nigga at? Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm standing, I'm like, he's like, yeah, yeah nigga, come here, nigga. And I was like, okay. And he was like, do what you did before. And so I did that, like, you know, he didn't want the, like this girl, and she was a baddie. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. But like, he was like, I want him. Like, you good. Like, you're the only person that's gonna touch me today. You know what I'm saying? Like, in my face. And um, and so like, you know, and looking back on it, like, I'm not like a big into like, I told you, I'm, I'm not a fan person. Like, I don't really know these people for real. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I look back at the pictures and I, I remember sending it to Brittany like, bitch, that was Nipsey Hussle. Like when, um, when this incident happened or whatever, I was like, boyfriend that video and like i went back to my pictures like yo like no that's really him i was like oh so what are we gonna eat <laughs> <laughs> you're ignorant man i want some lamb chops you're, you're, you're so ignorant now i'm sorry i see there i go again talking a lot see i feel like that went a lot longer than it needed to but now it, it, well one i would have never known this so never seen it i'm gonna be expecting those pictures as well um, a couple more things, man. I'm letting you go because I know you're busy. You told me you got dinner. Day I'm not, I, got, I, no, I, really, I, I, I cleared some time for you. So when I leave here, I'm actually going to put on some real pants because I, 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 I got on pajama pants for real. Like they polo, but they pajama pants. But, um, <laughs> and, um, when I leave here, I'm going, I'm going out to eat. Um, yeah, somebody's son finna me to go out to eat. So, um, <laughs> Bro, I don't think I laughed this much on an interview like Are you ever. Like, now, I'm, al I'm always laughing, but you, <laughs> again, it goes back to the fluidity of a person being who they are. And on top of the fact that uh, when the cameras go on, you know what time it is. I, I might be, I'm a little looser because of the Ciroc. If it weren't for that, like I'd probably be a little. No, you'd be, the, you'd be the same way. You'd be the same no, way. No, yeah, probably so. You, you'd be the same way. So probably now so. We, we talk about those more experiences now. You get into this thing of, uh, I, I say, choreographing, but production. And now you're, you're setting up these shoots specifically for your models to get them what it is that they need. When do you, again, go into this form of creative directing? And there, there's one model, I don't know if that's Brittany Nicole, but there's one model that I've seen that always have seen you with like over the past few years. The light skin girl. Yeah, the one light skin girl. That's Brittany. Yeah, that's Brittany. That's Brittany. Okay, so what's yeah, up, Brittany? Brittany? Shout out to shout out to Brittany. You know yeah. what I'm saying now. She's a photographer so now. That's and dope. So, so when we work together because she's been on both sides of the camera, so it right. like just makes it so much. As a matter of fact, hold on. Here I go again. Let me grab something. <laughs> I have a picture of her actually all over her. Her. That's Brittany. So. Yeah. 
Is that the selfish lipstick too? At the back, at the back? Yes, this is a selfish advertisement. Yeah, this is like our premiere. <laughs> selfish advertisement. Yeah, yes. Advertisement. Yes, so, yes, it's it's definitely selfish. Yeah, with, that's my with, logo created by Tony Rosado. He has been my graphic designer for the longest. Like any like flyers and shit like that you've seen from me, Anthony did it. Tony Rosado. Um, he. Man, from the beginning, I don't even know how we like linked up, but I asked him to do something for me one time and he did it. And then like, now it's just like, I tell him, I tell him like, okay, I want this, but I want it to look like this, but I don't want this, but I do want this. And like, he just gets me, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's right. no necessary. Like I sent him the essential elements and I'm like, make it look how I need it to look. And he delivered he come faster than Amazon Prime. You understand me? Like, I'm just like, he, like he delivers Look, every time ooh, I need. I need to do it. I need to do a quick. I need to do a quick swerve. I'm glad that you did that. There is a stint now. You've done it one time, and I don't know if you ever do it again. Oh, you went shit. into like you went into the the, the stand up realm, the comedic realm. You went into the comedic realm, man. What inspired that? And what did that feel like having these people come out and watch you do that thing? Um, I'm actually still playing with that. Um, COVID really affected a lot of that. Um, at the time when I was playing with the idea is because like people who know me personally, you know, and like if you follow me on social media, you know, I say a lot of very random things. You know, I... They, and they're funny, they're relatable, you know? And um, I was like, maybe that would be a good outlet for me. Right. You know, to get some things off my chest. And so I started playing with things like, you know, I would make little posts and whatnot. Like really when I make a post and it's something funny, it's really me trying out a joke. Right. Like, you know, and uh, my joke book is actually right here. But um, what happened was I started signing up for these, um, like open mic nights and things like that. And then COVID shut all that shit down. And so I never really got the chance to really throw it out there. So like I had some things and whatnot. And that's when I started the podcast, the Pumpernickel Prophecies. Right. And, and I, I was going, I was going there next, man. Cause you, you yeah, definitely... like I fell off, I fell off, I fell off of that. You know what I'm saying? Because you and know I don't what? know why. And because I was definitely yeah, like egging and you like, on like no, and my show, my show is lit. My show is lit. Like my intro, like people love my fucking intro music. Like, you know, like everything and the show content, like, you know, the way I carried the show and whatnot, because I had it, um, I had listened to some different podcasts beforehand. And so I had a certain format set up and I was like, okay, this will like, keep them interested, but not like where I'm locking them down and they're like, okay, bitch, when is it going to end? You know? And so um, I actually have some new episodes recorded and that'll be coming back shortly as well. So um, I've been working on that, but like my thing right now is um, I feel that sometimes I start projects and I'm not consistent with them. And I don't want to do that anymore. I want to, like, when I put it out there, I want to remain consistent with it. You know, like, the podcast, people are missing that. People, like, I get messages so much about, like, what's up with Pumpernickel Prophecies? Oh, she did sound like some Pumpernickel Prophecies. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like the fact that they even know that is, like, so crazy to me. I go to my bodega down here on the street, 
he has my poster up, like still in the bodega. You know what I'm saying? I still listen to your old episodes, Freddie. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, so like, you know, like it's like you know these bitches need me. So like, <laughs> these don't need me in these streets. You know what I'm saying? So why why you don't got that on the shirt? That should be on the shirt. You said that a lot. It might be coming. You know, I got some. I got some new shirts dropping. Um, my birthday's in March, and um. March 9th, if y'all want to send me a gift or something, you know, I can see my P.O. box. Hi. Um, I, I wear a size Louis Vuitton. Um, <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, but no, I have to think, but like, I'm currently in the process of doing some other things for myself as well. Like, you know, like I went yesterday, like I'm getting my teeth done. I got like in this consultation for getting my teeth done, um, you know, and so I just really want to be in a place right now. Like I'm really dealing a lot with myself um my mental health as well because I feel like I've gotten into a lot of situations because I've allowed my um feelings and how I receive things to affect a lot of situations and I don't want to do that anymore I don't want to um give people that power I don't want to give situations that type of power you know and I really want to be just like in a very good place before I try to mm. Do you just have a prophetic moment on my show? I want to have a, I want to be in a very good place before I give anyone anything. Hmm. I think that was the most serious moment on this show right here. And I think we definitely, we definitely, that's, man, that's a perfect way to be like, yo, we need a part two, right? That we, this, is what, this, is, this is what I do want to do because this is, this is exactly what I do know. Uh, there's controversy, I, I use that for lack of better terms. There's controversy that's either created by us or there's controversies created by people because of what they think or what they heard or what they're seeing. And so- if I could, Let me tell you something. I say this all the time. If I could be the person that everyone sees me as, it would be over for you bitches. Like I'd be unstoppable. If I could see myself the way that others see me, I'd be fucking unstoppable, but I'm so insecure in so many ways. And like, people don't get that. But when you get to know me personally and you get to experience me, you get to see me like, you know, when I'm raw, when I'm vulnerable, when I'm hurting, when I'm in pain, you know, like when you see me as that person, it's like, whoa, you know, it's very different than the, like, you know, what you get to see on social media because I construct that for right. a purpose. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's visual. Freddie, you be flexing on Facebook. You damn right, bitch. That's what it's for, the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, you know, like, but really like when you get to see me like as a person, as a human, like, you know, in my natural habitat, you know, like, you know, without the labels and whatnot, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's, um, it's very different. And um, I just want to be. Did you get a, did you get, have another the most? I want to be the most authentic and realistic version of myself when I present myself to people from going forward. You know, like when I bring this podcast back, you know, like I want to be consistent. Consistency is very big. I require consistency from people, but I don't require it from myself. So like I need to, the same things that I'm requiring from others, I need to require from myself. And like, I cannot request that from you if I'm not exhibiting it myself. It, which is why I was about to get ready to go into the spill until you had, you had your moment, man. I, I think <laughs> again, 
No, no, no. But it's seriously because it, it's self recognition and it, it, it's those this past year. But I've been self assessing myself for the longest, man. And, and with some of these later experiences that I've had that have hit me hard mentally, yeah. emotionally, and spiritually, like it, it causes me to ask myself, what choices have I made that have caused me to reap these consequences? You know what I'm saying? And not because people see the good and they like, oh man, you're doing this, that, and the third. But I'm like, man, like somebody called me a million in the day. And I'm like, yo, keep speaking that junk because y'all think because I'm going here, there, and everywhere, that junk is dope. Exactly. <laughs> That's, oh my God. It's a pleasure because like, I get a lot of flack. Like people like, you know, like with the flexing thing, whatnot. Yeah, for you be at these restaurants and da, 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 you know, whatnot. But it's like, no, like real talk. About the time when you see me at those places, someone else is paying for it and I've been invited. Right. And I'm not even saying like on no date type shit or like niggas is like giving me money or no shit like that. But it's right. like, no, like I might be out with somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like right. we might be leaving a set or something, like we're gonna go eat. And I'm like, well, bitch, I got four dollars. I'm gonna go get me a four for four. And they're like, <laughs> they're like, nah, we got you. We going, you know, we're going to Nobu, we're going to Roof's Chris, we're going to do XYZ, we got you, we got you. You know, I um and it's a blessing. I am very frequently in situations with people who are a lot more affluent than me. Mm. And um, and I take advantage of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if it's presented, I'd never ask for it, but right. if it's presented to me, I'm not gonna say no. Listen, but I think that's the genius behind being a moor. Because if you if if you're a makeup artist and you but don't have even that, like, if that's just having personality. I'm but, 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 but that's what that's what I'm saying though. You have some people let and, and, and for, just for the sake of anything, right? Some people uh are not just attractive, but once you dress them up, they are. And, okay, and some, on, like, some of us got that shit you just can't teach. You know what I'm saying? Right. Some of us got that you just can't teach. Like, no, and I don't say, once again, I don't want to sound braggy or audacious or anything, but like, I go out to eat a lot and stuff like by myself. Like I go, like, I'm very, I'm, I'm a very big table for one. I'll sit at the bar person. Like I do that a lot. And there has literally never been a situation when I'm by myself or even out with like one or two other people when someone has not come up to me and said like, yo, your vibe, your energy, like, who are you? Like, what, what's going on? Like, it's something like drew me to you. Like, I don't know what it was, but I had to come speak to you. And I just be sitting there like, is this man gonna beat me up? Like, you know, I be thinking like that, you know? And the next thing I know, he buying me and my homegirls drinks. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, whatever they want. Like, you know, it's so, you know, it's like that. And they be like, and I just be so, perplexed but then when I get home like I'm feeling like I'm still not good enough I'm not this I'm not that I'm not where I should I want to be able to be that you know what I'm saying I want to be able to not no 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 I, I again I, I look no I totally I again I, I totally get it because when I've done these self-assessments man I, I'm thinking about like I, I text somebody today and I'm like okay so there are statistics and then there's the standard and when you sit on top of that standard, you put yourself in a place or a position where like, this is the expectation for myself, for me to always be over the statistic. Now I may be what? I got I, I got to be a refrigerator. I got to always be on. You you get what I'm saying? And, and that's I always got to be on. Like when and, I go out in public, I feel like I have to perform or give them, you know, what they're expecting. Look, and, and, that and that's just like, fucking draining. 
It's draining. It, I told my mom today, man. I told my mom. Put me on the charger. Okay. And I was telling my mom, I'm like, man, my, at one point in time, I wanted to be the superhero. I wanted to say, I'm like, I don't want to do that junk anymore, man, because when you really do start doing those self-evaluation, you I'm, said it. I'm super cool being Lois Lane. Look, you said it you said it in the beginning, man. And, and I think the junk is like is 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 really, really, really true, man. Like you you just really gotta be, you gotta be. I missed the point in my thought, but because you had that funny joke. It, I, but the point I'm making now, nah, the point I'm making though is is that I think when when we when we present a certain thing, people expect us to be that all the time. Here's, so all here's, what, the here's, time. here's what I was gonna Ooh. say. Here's what I was gonna say. People tell you to like, you know, be happy and choose yourself and do this and third. And when you do, that's when you that's when you're you're something is wrong. Oh, no, they want you to do this so they can talk about it. You know what I'm saying? And so, but now, nah, man, th there's definitely so much that <laughs> there's so much more, man, that that we got to talk about, man. There's so much more. <laughs> There's so much more that we got to talk about. We definitely got to have a part two, man. We definitely got to do it again. I know you're always busy. It took a year to do this, so hopefully it don't take another year to do Well, I, I I made sure to make time for this this time. I was like, yeah, I, I shit it on him last time, but like, I had to make sure. And, and speaking, I, speaking of that, mom, you know my mom still talks about you doing her uh, makeup, too. My mom. Miss can get it. Miss can get it. Actually, I'll be home. Um, soon i'll reach out to you um yeah. i'll reach out to you and let you know like yeah. we could do something um i might be doing like a little dinner thing a very private situation um so i'll let you know <laughs> no because like a, a girlfriend of mine is having um a baby she's having a baby shower and i missed the previous child's baby shower i don't so maybe this is a sprinkle or something i don't know so anyway um, i'm coming for that but it also happens to be like the weekend following my birthday. It's like around St. Patrick's Day. Oh. And we'd be in the city. Hotel books already. So like, yeah, but um, I'm looking into trying to do like a little small like dinner or possibly a brunch situation, you know, where I'm gonna invite a few select people, you know, NDA required. Um, <laughs> yeah, bitch. Uh, if you if you, you gotta sign, like no honestly people will tell you like now like I'm that person I hate to I hate to have to be but I had a situation occur where like I had to make that a situation like when you come around like I keep a digital NDA on my phone like I'm gonna send this to you and I need you to sign it now before we progress with the evening yeah um Look, man, let these people know how they can follow you and get in contact with you. We're going to do the part two, man. I got to get out of here. I got to go to the gig. Look, look. Me too. Yes. This, I want look, 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 this is, this is, this has been probably one of the most incredible things, man. I mean, I got an opportunity to see, you know, several sides of you on camera, live and in action. We have the conversations. We've talked before, so I know what it is. I mean, like, you know, you know me in real life, you know what I'm saying? You, like, you slick have my phone number and people you, don't have that. You know what I'm saying? So just to be able to, just to, be able to have this opportunity. Like, people don't have my, you got my real phone number and like people don't really have that. So like, you're welcome, nigga. But like, <laughs> <laughs> you should put that on the shirt too. Look, man, let everybody yeah, know how, how, how they can find you, follow you. Hey, look, now, I'm a, I need to be on the creative director team because my ideas are top. Well, how about that this? When you, um, what, I'll put to, what I'll do, what if I put together like all my links and send it to you so you like when you put this up you can just put all that there 
like how to find me. Like my website is www.freddylyoung.com. Freddie you. is spelled with an I-E because I am individually exclusive. Um, my Instagram, Twitter, all that is Freddie L. Young, just my name. Like I made sure that everything is consistent. I'm easy to find, follow, and pay. Look, daddy is out. <laughs> <laughs> The one, the one and only Freddie L. Young the third was here with your boy. We laughing to say you already know what time it is, man. It's your boy Wiggles, man. Wiggles World Network, home of the young woman. Jimmy, that's everything. Remember, do somebody good, somebody will do you good. Keep got first double ass. We out of here. Are you still there? <laughs> is he still there? <laughs>